0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's day 14 of the Ramadan series on emotions. We're talking about our 13th emotion from the book, A Spiritual Medicine, a handbook of spiritual medicine by Ibn Dawood. And let's begin. إن الحمد ومن سيئات من الله فلا lahu وما الله لا له محمدا indeed all praise is due to Allah we praise him and seek his help and forgiveness we seek refuge in Allah from our souls' evils and our wrongdoings. He whom Allah guides, no one can misguide, and he whom Allah gui- and he whom He misguides, no one can guide. I. Bismillah. So, as always, I'll read from the book and then I'll give my own reflections. So today is heart, heart, hard-heartedness, qalb in Arabic. The hard heart is that which contains a mixture of harshness and toughness, a heart that is continually void of submission and a sense of turning to Allah in repentance. Possessing a hard heart is in fact the severest of punishments because one is oblivious to the consequences of committing sins, and therefore neither repents nor experiences an ounce of guilt. His immune system, so to speak, shuts down to all other diseases of the heart. This is why the disbelievers are punished with having a hard and harsh heart. The Prophet said, When a slave commits a sin, a black dot appears on his heart. Then, if that person gives up that deed, that evil deed, begs Allah to forgive him, and repents, then his heart is cleared from that heart covering dot. But if he repeats the evil sin, then that covering has increased till his heart is completely covered with it. And this is Arran that Allah mentioned in the Quran. But no, in fact, their hearts have been stained by all the evil they used to commit. In Arabic, it's Surah al mutaffifin verse 14. In Arabic, it's But no, in fact, their hearts have been stained by all the evil they used to commit. So those verses reminding us and it's just highlighting that if we don't repent, if we don't seek Allah's forgiveness, if we don't learn from our mistakes and vow and protect ourselves from ever repeating those sins that our hearts are going to become stained by the evil and that can be one of the reasons why we feel so far away from Allah and it could be a reason why sometimes Ramadan can be hard for some people so that's why we ask for forgiveness especially in Ramadan in the hopes that Allah cleanses our heart removes these stains from our hearts so that we are able to just purify our souls to get the nafs and just become closer to Allah So, some signs and symptoms for the hard-heartedness. Number one is that you have no care for your relationship with Allah. So, you don't care about establishing a relationship if you've never had one, or you don't even care about revitalizing it if you once had a relationship and now it's sort of dead or it's just on pause. Another thing is that you're unaffected by the words of the Quran. So, you might hear the verses when passing or at the mosque or... Just in your day-to-day life And you hear the words of Allah But it doesn't make you fearful It doesn't make you hopeful It doesn't humble you Another thing is that you are indifferent To what's permissible or impermissible So you don't follow what Allah has commanded of us to follow You aren't very, like You don't care if it's permissible If it's halal or haram, whatever something is And there's no guilt in carrying on with the haram acts another thing is that you're indifferent to actions of worship so you don't enjoy these things like praying, reading Quran going to the mosque and you're very like, lasse, I think is the fancy word of not performing some good deeds so you're you're like if, I, it's, if it's a good deed, okay if it's not, you don't really care either another thing is that you avoid religious gatherings and advice so you feel that you don't really need to attend these things because you're not going to benefit from them and because you find that just being good means just being good and it doesn't involve developing a character, working on and Nev's purification of your soul. It's just good equals good. It's very minimal definition for that. Other symptoms are you're indifferent to the difficulties of the ummah. So if you see a brother or sister struggling you don't really react to it, you don't offer assistance or help, you don't care if any of your brothers or sisters from the ummah are afflicted by a hardship, and you go to sleep not really caring about what's happening in the ummah, not trying to raise awareness, not thanking Allah for the blessings that you've had. Another thing is stubbornness in times of hardship, so even in hardship, you don't turn to Allah in humbleness and in humility, you don't turn to him to seek help or guidance other signs and symptoms are that you're consumed by the life of this world and material desires, so you are so consumed with what this life is that you've forgotten that there is another life to come and there is a huge test waiting for us on the day of judgment, a huge results day of have we passed or have we not and you you're not bothered because of how consumed you are in this life and how attached you are to the material possessions of this world and so you just want to fulfill all of your desires in this world not caring if it hurts anyone if it harms your soul or if it makes your heart heart hard and then another thing is unmoved by funerals so you've seen people die you know people who've died you've attended funerals but it just it doesn't affect you. You just go to them and pay your condolences and that's it. And even walking through the graveyard, you you just think you're walking through a forest, for example. And the last sign and symptom is persistent harshness with children. So you are harsh towards children. You are very strict with them. You have cold, hard rules and you lack love warmth and reassurance and so we have this hadith where aisha said that a bedouin man came to the prophet and said indeed i have 10 children and i have never kissed any of them the messenger of allah looked at him and said whoever does not show mercy will not be shown mercy so even this is a beautiful hadith and it's a reminder that We need to show love and show mercy and show compassion to our children because one day they're going to grow up. One day they are going to be part of this society and we pray that they are the better part of the society, that they make this society a better society, a better world, and that they are the best of characters of Islam and they just are a great representation of it. And so this is a reminder that we need to not be harsh on them. So some treatments for this hard-heartedness is the first thing is to understand your heart and its spiritual health. So you need to understand that one major quality of being a believer is to have a soft heart. And you need to remember that Allah cares about your deeds, cares about what's in your heart, your intentions, and there's that Allah doesn't really care about your appearance or your wealth because those things he's already provided for us and he can take them away whenever he wills. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Allah does not look at your outward appearance and your wealth. Rather, he looks at your hearts and deeds. Another treatment is to reconnect with Allah. So maybe your relationship has been on the edge or it's been on a pause. So by reconnecting with Allah, you can reflect on the creation of Allah, on how... The two seas are split and they merge Like in Surah Al-Rahman, a miracle in that Or even just watching the sunset and seeing those birds fly off into the distance These are all just miracles and they just show Allah's beauty And that Allah created us and these things And it just helps us reconnect our relationship with Allah And even just simply making dua that Allah brings us closer to Him And allows us to be guided by Him some other treatments is to reflect on the quran and remembrance of allah and so dhikr is a huge way of feeding our souls of purifying our souls and we need to do dhikr especially in ramadan for us females it can be quite hard to like feel like we are part of ramadan when we get our periods because a huge part of it is missing this praying this fasting it's taken out this chunk is taken out of our Ramadan and we feel like we're not really part of Ramadan and we're not we don't feel like we're interacting with Ramadan and building a relationship with Allah but we have dhikr alhamdulillah we can do dhikr while we're on our period and just saying subhanallah alhamdulillah astaghfirullah it's one of the ways that we can purify our souls. And so if we can just build a routine of when we wake up, doing it sabah the morning of before sleeping, um, if we're on our period, instead of, because we can't pray, so instead of the prayer times, we can do some dhikr as a replacement, just to remind us and of Allah and help us remember and reflect on Allah. Another treatment is remembrance of death. And I think that's a hard one for a lot of people about thinking about death remembering death but we just need to remember that there is a next life that's coming and so we need to be able to reflect on it and remember death another treatment is to do righteous deeds so we just need to remember that we are doing deeds for the sake of Allah not for any other reason simply for the sake of Allah and so we perform these deeds to get closer to Allah And some other treatments are keeping righteous company. So we've mentioned in previous episodes of how important good company is. And so we need to make sure that the company that we keep brings us closer to Allah. And then showing compassion is another treatment. So even though you've been through trials and tribulations, even though you're probably maybe going through a trial and tribulation now, you appreciate the blessings that you still have. And this helps soften your heart, and it helps you show kindness and compassion to children, to adults, to those around you, because you realize that you don't know what people are going through. These hardships, these trials that you're going through, you probably keep them secret from other people. And that's the same thing for other people. They probably keep it secret as well. And so we need to show compassion because we don't know what people are going through at the moment. And we have where the Prophet, where a man came to the Prophet, and he complained about the hardness of his heart. And the Prophet said, If you want to soften your heart, feed the poor, and pat the head of the orphan. So, two simple acts that we can do of feeding the poor, showing compassion to orphans, and these can help soften our hearts. It can help us realize the blessings that Allah has provided us with. So if you have parents, that's a blessing. If you have family around you, that's a blessing. If you have food in your house available at any second that you want, these are all blessings and these should remind us to just appreciate the blessings and just spread the goodness and show compassion to other people. And the last treatment is forgiveness. So you understand that everyone makes mistakes and everyone has shortcomings, but by seeking forgiveness this can help you soften your heart and you understand that if you can't forgive other people if you can't show compassion to other people then how can you have this hope that Allah is going to show you this compassion, this forgiveness and the Prophet ﷺ said be merciful to others and you will receive mercy forgive others and Allah will forgive you beautiful hadith and with hard-heartedness there are no exceptions so having any level of hard-heartedness is blameworthy and you know that if you have a hard heart it's going to be difficult to turn to allah in repentance and we have the prophet who said do not talk for a long without remembering allah for talking much without remembering allah hardens the heart the most distant of people from Allah is one with a hardened heart. And so, this is one of our reminders that there is no exception to having a hard heart. That's from the book. Now, my brief reflection is basically the basic definition of heart heartedness is someone who lacks soft in, softness in their heart. They aren't kind, they aren't compassionate, they don't feel sympathy, they don't show sympathy to other people or empathy. They hear these reminders, they're given these advice, but they have no effect on them. And we have these verses. So in Surah Az-Zumar, verse 22. Can the misguided be like those whose hearts Allah has opened to Islam? So they are enlightened by their Lord. So woe to those whose hearts are hardened at the remembrance of Allah it is they who are clearly astray so as a reflection of this ayah how can someone who's misguided be like the one who speaks the truth and aspires to be close to allah so those hearts who are those who have hearts that are hardened they don't reflect when the quran is recited their hearts don't soften at the mention of allah they don't feel fear they don't understand that We need to remember Allah, we need to reflect on the blessings of Allah in order to have our hearts softened and opened to Islam and to be enlightened by Allah. Then with Surah Al-An'am, verse 43, we have Why did they not humble themselves when we made them suffer? Instead their hearts were hardened And Satan made their misdeeds appealing to them So this is again a reminder that This life is temporary It's going to be full of tests Allah is going to test us And in hardships And in good times We always need to turn to Allah But mainly hardships Because they remind us of our mortality They remind us of the temporariness of this world And it allows us to turn to Allah To seek his help To seek his forgiveness And so we shouldn't harden our hearts and turn away and not seek Allah's forgiveness or help. No, the opposite. When a hardship falls us, we need to turn to Allah because إِذَا أَصَابَتُم قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهِ وَإِنَّ اللَّهِ رجعون. When a calamity falls, they say, "To God we belong and to God we return." So, and within with hardships, we need to turn to Allah as well, in the hopes that it softens our hearts rather than hardens it. Then, with Surah Al Imran, we have verse one five. One hundred and fifty nine. Babima Rahmatin مِنَ اللَّهِ lahum, while you can, al Kalb, lenafadu lenafadu min haulika farfuanum, wastafiru lahum, washawir hum fil umri, by either azamat اللَّهِ allahi, and Allah It is out of Allah's mercy that you, O Prophet, have been lenient with them. Had you been cruel or hard hearted? they would have certainly abandoned you. So pardon them. Ask Allah's forgiveness for them. And consult with them in conducting matters. Once you make a decision, put your trust in Allah. Surely Allah loves those who trust in him. So this verse is just a beautiful reminder of the qualities of the Prophet. The, qual- the Prophet was merciful, was kind, and had he been cruel or hard-hearted, as this, mes- this verse reminds it says, the people would have abandoned him and so if the prophet didn't have a hard heart how can we have one how can we not work on softening our hearts on purifying our souls this is an important reminder now with the names of allah we have allah is a latif the most gentle the gracious to people and cares for them and so we can reflect on this name and call on this name and ask allah to give us just an ounce of Lutuf to be able to show compassion, to show kindness and be gentle to people because we don't know what they're suffering with. And the other two names of Allah that are related to this emotion are Al-Muhi and Al-Mumit, the giver of life, the taker of life. So it's just a beautiful reminder that Allah brought us into this world and Allah will take us from this world. And so Al-Mumit helps us reflect on death and Al-Muhi, we can call upon it to ask Allah to put life back into our hearts and to allow us to be soft and just live each day doing good and seeking good and now for dua Ya allah we ask you to give us all soft hearts to fill our hearts with mercy kindness and compassion to all the creations that of of you ya allah to our children to our parents our ummah our brothers and sisters even the animals even people who aren't muslim and just everyone around the world allow us to have mercy and softness and compassion towards everyone allow us to be the best of characters the best of Muslims that we are a great representation of Islam and are embody the qualities of the Prophet so that people are able to see the beauty of Islam allow us to turn back to the Quran and to reflect on the beautiful verses and the meanings behind them in times of hardship, Ya Allah, allow us to turn to you to seek your forgiveness, to seek your help, and to soften our hearts, Ya Allah. O oh, turner of hearts, keep our hearts firm on your religion. Ameen. Anything I said, as always, is a reminder to myself first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself, and all good is from Allah. So forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdika ant astaghfiruka wa atubu Glories to you, ya Allah, and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy wor- of worship but you. I seek your forgiveness and repent to you. I ask Allah to accept your fast for today and any good deeds that you've made today and that your hearts are becoming softer through ramadan through the acts of fasting praying dhikr and just zakah giving charity and just helping people may allah accept from you and continue to give the, you the ability to fast the rest of the days and do good in the rest of the days ameen speak to you tomorrow inshallah As-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa wabarakatuhu